0: Welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Ribbon. This podcast is brought to you by Pete's Car Smart Kia. These guys are not here just to sell you a car, but they believe in building relationships with their customers and the community. Visit their website at petescarsmartkia.com and be sure to follow them on their social media platforms as well. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Beyond the Ribbon. My name is Ryan Parnell and I'm joined by my co-host as always, Pam McMillan. Pam, how are you?
1: I'm good. How about you, Ron?
0: You know, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I, I'm glad that we're back together for another week of Beyond the Ribbon.
1: Yes, I need to know. Um, so when you get stressed out, what do you do? Do you? I know you ride bikes, right?
0: Sure. Oh, yes.
1: You know, one of the things that I like to do is paint or color. Um, I like to go back to my childhood days of the coloring book Mm -hmm. and so i'm really excited about our guests today you know
0: absolutely um everyone has that go-to thing right whether it's uh our 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 folks that help us with our nutrition classes may get nervous when I say maybe it's the dark chocolate, or <laughs> maybe it is uh, the treadmill. You right. know, It's always something that you know you can go to to burn off that stress. Like you said, I, I do uh, tend to want to go on a long bike ride by myself or uh, something like that, but yes, uh, we're going to be able to share some good information today.
1: I think so, and today's guest is Tiffany Lauer. Um, she is um, here at the center. She does a, a lot of things, so Tiffany, tell us what you do.
2: Okay, I am a licensed professional counselor as well as a board certified music therapist and have been fortunate in that those two licensures tie themselves together beautifully in the work that I'm able to do here at the center. Um, I do individual counseling as needed for clients, um, Mm -hmm. our cancer patients or their family members or caregivers. And then um, also I am fortunate enough to lead a creative art group that is therapeutic in nature
0: you know uh, Pam I just have to say really quick um Tiffany is one of those people that when we first started the survivorship program, I know we sat down and talked about, okay, what is this going to look like and what do we need? And obviously one of the things that we knew we needed was, was an aspect of counseling and there was no question. I think I I remember there's no question in our mind that Tiffany was our go-to person. So we're so (laughs) thankful that you are here. I know those that are listening that have been with you for counseling would echo this you know, you have made such a difference in our survivors lives, their, their families lives, their caregivers lives. you know, touching them, um, through that, that counseling. But I think one of those things too, that you just said that, that brings another aspect, cause you are very multifaceted <laughs> is the, uh, art therapy or art classes that we do. Mm-hmm. And, um, I tell you, it's not just you know glitter and glue
1: no <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is it is really exciting thing so yes please expound a little bit if you would tiffany on uh your art classes and, and your therapeutic healings okay
2: so um i'm not an art therapist but i am a music therapist and uh, as part of my music therapy training i have had a lot of experience incorporating visual art into the music therapy experience and then later on in my counseling training had extensive training um, in utilizing art therapy techniques as part of the therapeutic process so that's where a lot of that came from and what i've learned with our clients over time um, the clients here at the center is that many of them have reservations about art And some of them will clam up, you know, they, I love the idea of being creative, but then sometimes we'll clam up the idea. Oh, I can't draw anything or I'm not good at that. It has to be perfect. (laughs) Oh, it's got to be perfect. And so... Would you you fix this for me? Yes. (laughs) And, And, you know, and certainly I want people to feel successful in what they're creating. And, and so I... Design interventions that I that I know will be therapeutic in nature for people on some level that will get them thinking to help them find insight, but then also that they can be successful at, and um, and so sometimes that requires assistance, and other times. And I'm not talking; it's not simplistic. It's not glitter and glue. Right. right. I use glitter and glue. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we know. <laughs> We've
1: seen it on the floor before. Yes. Um,
2: but I, I like to use all types of materials and textiles. Um, And as part of our process, Um, but and we use paint, we use a lot of the traditional things as well. Um, But there's always a theme of helping someone to be able to gain insight, Um, be it through um, creating cards for other healers or for other people that um, are surviving. And they may be, we do this, actually, I'm going to give it away. We do this every year on Valentine's. um, And I love
1: delivering those cards to other survivors because I know it puts a smile on their face. Yes,
2: and what I ask our survivors that are participating in the group to do is to decorate those cards and fill them with words that were helpful for them to hear when Mm -hmm. they were newly diagnosed. And so that's what, so they're words of love that they get to share with other people. And through that process, that helps them recognize their own healing um, but also be compassionate. Sure. Be compassionate. And, and having that compassion for others um, is healing for themselves as well. You
0: know, and that's something too, right? That, uh, I mean, we can do ourselves. It's, yeah. You don't have to be part of a group. Although yeah, there is, absolutely. there is benefits naturally. And I know you'll talk about that. There's yeah. benefits in being a part of a group, but if you are listening to our podcast and you're, you're not in the Amarillo area and can't come to our programs, um, I mean, that's something that, you know, if you know someone going through treatment, you can take it upon yourself and, and do those kinds of things on your own.
2: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And it doesn't have to be Valentine's. <laughs> right. And it doesn't
1: have to be expensive. It can be with things that they have at home. Absolutely. That... Recycling. Recycling. Yes. Yeah, so. I
2: bring a lot of things from home. Yogurt jars and <laughs> other things that we've used. Tonight. We have a really large <laughs> supply <closet>. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: Yes. What are some other um, examples of the therapies that you have done here in the art group?
2: Um, Let's see. Uh, We've done a lot of painting. There's um, one survivor here who teased me that I like to paint with everything but paintbrushes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And so we've done um, some painting with bubbles where we mix tempera paint with bubbles and um, blow the bubbles over a piece of poster board, allowing them to pop And and land where they are, and so we talk about sometimes life can be messy. Sometimes Mm -hmm. we don't have control over what can happen, but the end result can still be beautiful. Right. So things like that we've done: um, painting with toothbrushes, painting with flowers, leaves.
1: (laughs) I remember the one where you had them draw a picture before cancer and then after cancer, Mm -hmm. and then y'all cut them up and 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 intertwine. Yes. Yeah,
2: and just talking about how um, all of those pieces are still there. They're not... Because some people feel... There is a big identity shift. Absolutely. But some people feel like they have lost that person that they once were because Mm -hmm. they no longer had the physical ability or Mm -hmm. mental capacity to do the things that they were once able to do chemo brain is big with a lot of my clients and they it it, it feels like that takes them many years to recover and they get frustrated with themselves and so they feel like they've lost themselves so being able to weave those parts of self together helps them to recognize visually that all of those parts are still there just differently.
0: Right. Right. Just looks a little different. Wow. Wow. You know, I think one of the things too that is unique, um, I've sat in on a, on a few of your art groups and, um, watching the survivors interact together.
2: Absolutely.
0: Um, you know, you, you have them, they kind of, it reminds me back in like middle school days and you kind of look over and see what the other person's drawing or (laughs) what their color in the, the house color is. And, you know, then all of a sudden they kind of maybe bring a little bit of that into their project that they're doing. And it's almost like it's that, um, oh, I guess it's okay to use a little bit of orange, or I guess it's okay to put a little Absolutely. bit of this here. And uh, they, they feed off of each other.
2: Sure, sure. Yeah, I, I always start every group with an introduction. A lot of times, our survivors know each other. I have a lot of regulars, but then there's um, usually somebody new as well. So everybody does a brief introduction. I introduce our activity, and I always start with you mentioned this earlier. It's not about the product; it's about the process. Right. right. So the finished product is is not as important as what you get out of creating. Right. So um, there's provides art number one provides a connection to the self, helps them connect to what's going on inside visually, but then in that group format it also can provide an opportunity for connecting to each other
0: yeah mm-hmm.
2: and learning from each other and we end each group by sharing what we've created and i give everyone an opportunity to pass if they don't feel comfortable sharing i always make sure everyone knows you don't have to talk Not about required. it, it right. can be, because it can be very powerful for some people and stir up some painful emotions for some people too sure that requires a little bit of processing. But even when that does happen and somebody starts crying, there is already a platform of support created in just simply creating alongside one another and yeah, then sharing the stories right. as part of that.
0: And um, chances are, as we've seen, um, someone else has been there. Or absolutely. they they they, and by they, I'm talking to our listeners and our survivors, they understand each other better than we can.
2: Oh, absolutely. And so, yeah, right. They're,
0: they're right there. They know. Yeah. I, I tell
2: people that all the time in counseling. Yeah. I mean, one on obviously, I believe in one-on-one counseling since it's what I do <laughs> yes, for a living. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it certainly can be helpful if, you know, the the person is, the client is willing to put it in the work. But the kind of healing that happens when two people that are walking in the same shoes, Or maybe you're in different parts of their journey but still have walked in those shoes can connect in that group setting that kind of healing can't be replicated in a counseling session
0: oh yeah yeah i
1: think it's a way for them to tell their stories and listen to other people's stories and know that it's okay
2: and that it's part of a journey
0: right and i think the one other piece of that too is and i know you've i've heard you say this pam is that you're not the only one who feels this way right you know it's it's not just yeah. unique to you
2: knowing that you're not alone and
0: it's okay. Yeah. It's Absolutely. okay
1: not to be okay. Right. Yeah, that's right. It's <laughs> Absolutely. Okay not to be okay. And We're going to work <laughs> through that.
0: Yes. <laughs> right.
2: Well, it also helps um, people, especially when they're newly diagnosed or um, have a new life situation and they feel like the world is out of control. Um, having that, those physical items to take in their hands and create with gives them a sense of control. They have, Sometimes they have less control than others. Watercolor, not a lot of control over. Right. Um, yeah. Sometimes I've encouraged people to use their non-dominant hand to create. Ooh. Oh lord, oh, <laughs> oh, <yeah>. that <laughs> could be scary. It, it could be scary, and that's and we talk about that. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, how did that feel? Well, that was kind of scary. I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't. Well, how is that like your life? You right. know, and, and yeah. making those parallels. Um, so there's there's a lot of different benefits and different avenues and i really design each group based on stuff that's come up in previous groups of so, oh that's a topic we probably need to explore more right. hard to know who's going to show up sure but i i like to believe that everybody benefits <laughs> from no matter what we do in class that day so Absolutely.
1: is there any other type of um creative arts that um if they don't like to do crafts Um, Is there other things like music therapy or mindfulness that can help with stress?
2: Absolutely. I encourage all people, all of my clients that I work with individually, to find a way to be creative. Because often creative expression gives us an avenue to share what's going on when we don't have the words. Or sometimes Mm -hmm. there just are no words. So I, no, there are no words to express what we're going through or no. what they're going through. And so um, for people that are comfortable creating musically, I encourage them to do that. There's people that... You know, maybe love music and and are inhibited about creating music. There's there's ways you can participate with utilizing percussion instruments and playing drums. Um, I encourage people sometimes to pick up their instrument that they haven't played since junior high oh my <laughs> and give it a whirl. And right. because because it gives you a sense of productivity, um, which can help emotion emotion self-regulation it can help self-esteem I mean there's a lot of benefits to doing things like that mm-hmm. um, but p- if people are sewers or they like to crochet or whittle wood but finding a hobby in a way to be creative can provide that creative expression component that emotional expression that for that which there are no words but also just the repetitiveness um, mm-hmm. Before we started, Pam, you were talking about the diamond painting mm-hmm. and doing the diamond painting with the um, the pin and the um, rhinestones and putting and and though that's our, the art is going to look the same for everybody who has that kit, the end product, the process of the repetitive yeah. motion, can it's be right, soothing and therapeutic, and it's yours, and then you can feel successful in the end when you see a beautiful
1: piece of art. it's a, very, it's a stress reliever for yes. sure well you know I'm just doing it over and over, yeah, and over you know there's
0: no doubt in what you're saying in in art um has been recognized by others as remember not long ago there was the big huge push on adult coloring books right oh yeah mm-hmm. and Still so is. yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> and so you know i'm sitting here thinking and processing through the things you're saying and i'm like yeah that's something when you you know you walk through the mall or you walk through wherever and you see mm-hmm. someone sitting there coloring as an adult in, a, in one of those books, and you think, yeah. ah, okay, I mean, I used, I could do that. I mean, those are simple and easy to do. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, and
2: even learning to play an instrument, you know, it's got a lot of repetition in it. Um, ukuleles are hugely popular right now, and one Ooh. that I use in my music therapy practice frequently. Mm-hmm. And um, it's only got four strings, pretty simplistic, and <laughs> putting together the chords. But think about how you strum. Up and down, up and down, up and down, repetitive up and down that repetitive motion. You know,
0: I, this just solved my problem at home. Uh-oh. Um, Uh-oh. I, for, a li- <laughs> for a long time, I, I've been uh, really secretly wanting a drum set. Oh, no. Your <laughs> so wife might now, not be happy. I know, well, and my kids both are like, Dad's not getting a drum set. But... I can I mean this is therapeutic and it can be very helpful. <laughs>
1: right? Yeah. You have a reason to get it now. <laughs> I now have a
0: reason oh, to get it. There's the so set. much
2: therapy in drums and playing. <laughs> uh, like, you what? hear
0: that Pam? You're, you're, I'll you're, validate. You're you're my witness when I when I tell my wife that's that's what I need. You need
1: <laughs> it. <laughs> you need some stress reliever. you not going <laughs> to like me anymore. <laughs> need
0: some therapy. Need some therapy. But you know in all seriousness, um there is some some um, release or release of tension and release of stress with the banging on oh, uh, on drums. I know um, years ago I was at a conference and they did the drum circle. And at first I thought this is so hokey. I mean, we're sitting here hitting these <laughs> drums. But after a few minutes, you start to feel like, oh, I'm getting in the rhythm and I'm feeling it. And it's <laughs> it's, it's it was a lot of fun. And it,
2: yeah. and a drum circle. I love drum circles. I, They have them at every music therapy conference that I go to. And being part of that community. And that's drum circles create community. And being mm-hmm. part of that internal rhythm with one another it's almost like a heartbeat a group heartbeat sure and, and it
0: is and and memorable right because I just told you about yeah. that story and that happened like 10 years ago yeah and I and still had the you. feeling just now yes. of playing on those drums they were the, the little bongo drums that everybody used and you know you have that feeling of like oh we're in we're in unison here and it sounds cool and this I could do this
2: yeah absolutely well and as we mentioned with the art you know, the art creating an opportunity to tell the story, you know, you're telling story through music too. And, and the group drumming like that, you're telling a collective story. Collective,
0: yeah. Yeah. Well, so talk to us, Tiffany on, and you've touched on some of this, but some of the benefits other than just, you know, stress relief or, um, you know, the healing portions, but like, what else can, can like an art, project or creativeness or music and and Mm -hmm. listening to those things what else can that do for our survivors how else can that help them
2: well for many of our survivors they're not able to work um at due to their treatment or due to you know whatever the life situation is and so this gives them purpose Mm -hmm. having A hobby, a creative hobby, gives them purpose. And then again, like I said, it makes them feel like they're in control of something. And then they can see a finished product of their efforts. It provides them a way to structure their time. For somebody who's depressed, they may spend a lot of time um, just trying to find the energy to get out of bed, to find motivation to do something. So having a project like that can give them something to be motivated to do. And help them structure their time on a daily basis. And um, the best way to combat depression is is by doing the opposite of what it tells us to do.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. So
2: the exercise routine, like Being, you talked about, something. getting doing something. Yeah, so gives them purpose. It's a big, big thing.
0: I can totally, totally see how uh, some of our folks who don't come to class really probably need to be coming to an art class they or be sure learnings, things that they can do at, the, at their house.
1: What about those that are currently going through um, chemotherapy or radiation? Do you feel like there's greater benefit for them or do you feel like it's the same?
2: Well, I, I don't think it's greater or less or the same. And the reason for that is, is because everybody's an individual. We mm-hmm. all have our unique journeys, our unique processes. And part of that is coming from our backgrounds you know with if we bring different things to the table different right. interests and stuff and so you know some people may find more benefit in it than others but i don't think it's going to be those in treatment versus those past treatment or whatever it's just going to be a unique journey for each person sure i
1: guess um my thinking is if I'm a, a survivor going to get chemotherapy and I'm bored in that chair, maybe. Oh, Way and to start your time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Getting a coloring book and mm-hmm. bringing those
2: crayons and letting my yeah. anxieties, worries. Or better get. yet, a book with blank pages.
0: Mm. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> colored did they, pencils. They
2: sell those. <laughs> <laughs> they do sell those. <laughs> now, is that for coloring or writing? <laughs> Either and sometimes that's part of the process. A lot of times in the um, art that I've done with clients, you know, we I do a lot of mandalas where it's a circle drawing. Mm -hmm. So we start with a circle, and um, I encourage them to. You Know sometimes I give them assignments of putting something inside the circle, something outside of the circle. Um, you know, insiders what are the things you have control of? Outside are the things you don't have control of. And some for some people, they're more comfortable doing that in words. Um, mm. Creative lettering is huge now. I have a 15 year old who's amazing at it, and <laughs> but she uses lettering and and writing out phrases and stuff. You know, and the time spent in creating the letters is part of her own therapeutic process. So for some people, letterings and words have more impact and for others it's using symbols or Mm -hmm. colors sure um abstract right can be just as powerful as something concrete
1: and don't you think the caregivers could also benefit from absolutely
2: yeah sure
1: yeah some of the most
2: powerful work i've done with clients is having in in, with family members Mm -hmm. or caregiver and patient setting is having them sit by side and create something together without using words and then Whoa. have them turn around and do it. <laughs> yeah, talking yeah. and planning and and so it you know it brings up a lot of things about communication and and and, sure. and, so, mm-hmm. and there's a lot that will come to light through the creative process whether it's music or art or um, any of those things. There's drama therapy, play therapy, other therapies, creative arts therapies that exist out there. Right. Um, but there's a lot of things that can come to light that people didn't even know was there.
0: Right. And it it sounds like. In reality, um, when you talk about creative arts and you talk about creative therapy, it, it's not really something that um, we're forcing on them. It, it can be tailored to exactly what they do. Like you said, whittling. I, I mean, when you said that, I, I'm thinking back, you know, as a kid. Yeah. You know, my grandpa taught us to whittle, my brother and I. Oh, that's And cool. you <laughs> think about that, you think, okay, well, I mean, what guy, mm-hmm. right, who, who may, may not want to do art? because uh, we're tough we're cool that's, that's too too, too that's, <laughs> yeah. that's girly right mandala you know, <laughs> what right? is that so right? you're talking about whittling i mean what guy has not whittled you know with a pocket knife mm-hmm. yeah. um and it brings back memories and mm-hmm. it you know s- pleasant thoughts you know uh, those types of things so i mean that's what i think is so cool about this is it's not just hey today we're going to paint or tom- tomorrow we're going to do the i mean it can be something that is you individual i can up with my own. Mm-hmm. I don't have to have a, a Tiffany, right? right? If, oh, I don't, yeah. if if you don't live here, you don't have to have a Tiffany. It's right. simply, as you said, finding a way to be creative, yeah, in your own way, yeah, in whatever you like to do,
2: absolutely. And yeah, and sometimes, and then having other people, having a community, sure. to process that experience or share that experience. Well, it's like when we used to have our impactful. knitting group,
0: right? You yeah. know, absolutely, it's exactly like I mean, yeah. they, they created beanie hats right right and we had them in our wig room our kk's wiggle room
1: not only did they create them but they also it was a way for them to give back to our survivors
2: that compassion piece yeah yeah Yeah. well i mean this is not a new idea i mean think about it for centuries um there have been sewing circles and quilting Mm -hmm. circles and women getting together to create and they put together each their own square making a big beautiful quilt and what do you think it It does. It tells a story, a collective story. Yeah.
0: Oh, my goodness. You know, Mm -hmm. and some of the things I read, too, talking about this is the reduction in anxiety.
2: Oh, huge. You know,
0: the reduction in, as you just mentioned, depression. Mm -hmm. And these are non-medical. You know, you don't have to take a pill. Mm -hmm. Uh, These are ways that can be done very easily and simply at home.
2: Yeah, I think it gives your brain something else to focus on other than the garbage that's making you anxious. <laughs> you know? Right. And I think maybe we
0: all scan, have an... Enough... Maybe that scan they have coming up mm-hmm. or that doctor's mm-hmm. visit, things like mm-hmm. that. You, you know, know, it's it's it, you just said something that made me think, you know, Pam, when we first started at the Survivorship Center, I know we, we talk about this a lot because it right. brings back memories. Um, we, we, we discussed all about our activities in our classes, and we were like, we want to cleverly disguise these activities as you know their therapeutic activities and um, but it seems so simple, right? So that's yeah. kind of our thought process in the beginning and, and even still today in some of the classes we do is, you know we, we, for instance, we take ladies and we take guys fly fishing. And it's a great fun activity, but it's also therapeutic.
2: Absolutely. You
0: know, mentally because you're kind of a, an escape. Right. And it's also really good for women who've had breast cancer because the motion of fly fishing works mm-hmm. the muscles that mm-hmm. have been affected by their breast surgery if they've had um, lymph nodes removed or a mastectomy. Um, so it's all kind of intertwined, yeah. but it's cleverly designed as a, <laughs> as a fun activity.
2: But it's soothing. Uh, it I is. I mean, the, the focus that fishing takes is soothing. The movement mm-hmm. of the water is soothing. Um, so there's a lot of those pieces, like you said, that people don't even realize are part of it and when you do it in a group setting like that again it's creating community
1: yes right 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 it's very very soothing for our um patients that are can be very anxious or fearful or worried or you know i think it also can help for even um before sleep it's a way to clear your mind clear your mind yeah instead of watching tv that's right yeah
0: (laughs) tiffany talk to us if you would about uh something i know some of our listeners may have a question about for um, you know, the creative arts in, in terms of, like, meditation?
2: Okay. So um, meditation can come in many different forms. You know, a lot of times people have this misconception that meditation means sitting on the floor cross-legged with your hands on your knees and your thumb and forefinger together. Uh, hmm. No. <laughs> 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 no, that is that meditation is. <laughs> for some, mm-hmm. but not for everybody. Um, I like to give people the opportunity to engage in mindfulness practices to center their meditation around and mindfulness is simply just taking in the moment being in the moment what are the sounds going on around you what do you smell what do you see and spending time just sitting in that presence and so you, that is a simple way that a person can find a meditative state, to just sit and be with the moment. And when—and I say if your mind starts to go away, if it starts to go into your grocery list and all the things you got waiting for you, come back to either your breathing, because that's one way to focus in meditation, come back to your breath, the sound of your breath, or listen again to the sounds around you, the hum of the air conditioner. You know um, the sun against your skin. I love to be outside for meditation. I oh, feel yeah. like there's there's so many things to engage the senses to help people find a meditative state. Um, so for some, utilizing the coloring, the back and forth motion and just mm-hmm. co- and, and it doesn't have to be coloring something specific just simply taking a crayon crayons are great because you know the smell of crayons remind us to, of our childhood right new that new box of crayons <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. so um taking the um art material the pencil whatever and back and forth listening to the sound that it makes watching the lines as they appear on the paper you know the smell of the crayon the, you mm-hmm. know that the, and then again you've got that repetitive motion back and forth so there's ways that you can use um, art for meditation and also it can happen in drumming a lot of people use drumming um, and, and again for group meditation it, there, it can be done alone and just playing the rhythm that comes to you the rhythm that comes out of your body as you're just sitting there in a, in a mindfulness state
1: i know whenever and we first started meditation i thought okay no way could i do this and i went to one of your classes and i Mm -hmm. thought this is hard like clear my mind stop you know and just Mm -hmm. listen to your breath but the more tiffany talked the calmer i got and like she's got a very soothing voice i mean like just her talking makes Mm -hmm. me very relaxed so yeah um I think you have to give it a try,
2: absolutely, and
1: give it more than one try. Oh and, yeah, you know, oh yeah. Well, think, it's a
2: practice. Yeah, because it, it's not. It, it's not come easily to most people right. and what you're talking about you know that's guided meditation mm-hmm. and um you know the guided meditation group can be beneficial you know to listen to somebody's words because sometimes it's hard to like you said oh just clear my mind uh, uh, not gonna yeah. happen i gotta right to go buy groceries face. i gotta yeah. do this i'm not
1: gonna
0: do that take the kids here yeah. <laughs> so up.
2: following a guided meditation can be very beneficial for people that have trouble focusing um, on a meditative practice um and there are some that exist in apps. There's YouTube videos. There's all kinds of stuff out
1: there. Maybe you need an app, um, so our listeners <laughs> can, because <laughs> I know your voice is one of the most soothing voices I have ever heard. Oh, so <laughs> um, I know it's benefit benefits our survivors.
0: Absolutely. You know, um, I think that the neat thing about this is is oftentimes I know I do. I look for the right answer, the one, mm-hmm. and it sounds like in this as being kind of a complementary type therapy, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, something that we do in addition to mm-hmm. um, all the other things that we have to offer, it's like there is no perfect right answer. It's whatever is best for me mm-hmm. and, whatever, and I, whatever or whatever I want to do from time to in, the yeah. Yeah, in the moment.
2: Yeah, in the moment. It's
1: not black and white. Right. It's
0: not. Yeah, we do. We live <laughs> in that black and white yeah. Uh,
2: Wouldn't it be so much easier if our world was just, just black and white? I mean, yeah.
0: <laughs> sometimes forget that gray area, that gray right? It's difficult. It's very difficult. But I know, you know, um, in visiting some of our, our, our painting class, for instance, mm-hmm. I see a lot of the um, perfectionism coming out in our survivors. And it's nice to be able to just know that it's okay to kind of have it my way I want Mm -hmm. to paint this blue instead of green I'm doing it this way oh yeah we
2: did there was one group we did recently um where we made bracelets and I had all kinds of materials and I taught them different ways to tie the strings and the yarn and stuff together and um it, it was a pretty detailed fine motor skill and for sometimes for Um, patients that have neuropathy because of their chemo treatments those fine motor things can be more difficult and so um, we came up with an alternative way she just started kind of twisting things and it looked really cool and then then she had a product that she felt successful with
0: right huh awesome it is really cool So
1: um, our last segment, and we like to tell a um, powerful story and we are sponsored by Pete's Car Smart Kia. So it's Pete's powerful moment. Do you have one of those moments that stick sticks out to you? um?
2: I do. I do. Yeah. I was thinking about this um, as we were talking about, you know, there's been times in the groups where, you know, something really sensitive comes up and a person may cry. Well, we did a group not too long ago where I had um, the survivors create seed packets and we folded paper glued them together like you would buy a seed packet Uh to Uh plant seeds and on the front of the seed packet um, I had them create a flower or a plant that they felt like was a visual representation of um, their growth as a survivor and you know what they um, their beauty and what they found in cancer right And their mm-hmm, cancer journey mm-hmm. and so that was the front of the packet and then for our seeds quote-unquote we um, had little tiny slips of paper and on the slips of paper they wrote down the things that helped them to grow mm-hmm. um, and put those yeah. in the seed packet and um after everyone finished, we went around the group, as we always do, and shared some of those things that were on the um, the seed slips. <laughs> and there was a lot of parallels. There were many people who shared experiences of prayer and things. And one woman began describing her flower and um, had struggled a little bit with the creating. It didn't turn quite out like quite like she wanted it to to turn out. Um, and as she described it more, we talked about, you know, sometimes, you know, that's that's how life ends up. It's, you know, didn't expect to get cancer. That's not quite how you expected life Planned. to turn right. out. Planned, yeah. Yeah. And and so and through that process and then describing the things that have helped her to grow, you know, that put a twist on it of, you know, these are all the accomplishments that I have made in my life. And, and it, it brought her to tears. And, and then seeing everyone around her support her in yeah. ways and add to her growth packet. Because I will tell you, a good majority of the people wrote that 24 hours our facility was one of the things that helped them to grow one yeah. of the seeds. So
0: well, I'm glad guess, we can be here for them. Absolutely. And that is really powerful. Yeah. Um, very touching to us. Um, wow. Thank you for sharing that with us. Mm-hmm. I think, um, you know, um, that's always been our, our hope, our goal. You know, we want to be there to help when help is needed. Absolutely. And we want to be that always, resource. Yeah. As we always say, we come alongside you no matter where you are in whatever, you know, stage of your cancer journey that you're in. And mm-hmm. we have resources that we have that we can make available. Um, As we kind of joked earlier, it's okay to not be okay, but you know we're not going to stay like that. Our goal is, as you know, to take the ball and move it down the field. And And
2: there's going to be moments where you're not okay again, and that's okay because in here we've created a community to help you be okay again. That's That's
0: right. right. (laughs) Because invariably you're going to throw an interception. Oh yeah. And
1: they're going to (laughs) come. Whoa, 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 whoa! Football talk. Yeah. So
0: you know, but in reality, I mean, that's that's what we are, and that just you know, Oh, it just kind of gives me chills.
1: I know. I really hope that our listeners, um, goes out there and find something that they can be creative, tell their story, um, mm-hmm. get rid of that stress, anxiety. And if not, we are here. And um, Tiffany does have her art group. Um, we do have counseling and then, um, hopefully one day we'll have, have meditation back.
0: That's right. That's so, right. You know, and we're always looking for new classes and new activities and things like that. And so, uh, definitely we encourage, especially you guys that are not here, you know, we hear often, oh, I don't live in Emerald. I can't I wish I could be a part of your classes. Well, by listening to our podcast and sharing our podcast and helping others learn uh, things that they can do at home. Um, you don't need to come to Amarillo to be a part of our class. You right. can have your own class. You could start a group, you know, of other people who have had cancer or who are going through cancer.
2: Or if you have a hobby or a skill that you can share with others. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, teach someone else to crochet or knit or teach, you know. Um, Give You know, Yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> yeah, and that's mm-hmm. key. It's just being involved in something. Be creative. Mm-hmm. You you are your own being. You um, you know, I said I like to go ride bikes, and you're probably going no, no way I'm doing that. Um, <laughs> no, thank you. Know, you. <laughs> be a part, be a part of something, be a part mm-hmm. of that. We encourage you guys to do that. Don't just sit and uh, stew in that state of depression or whatever state you're in. Uh, we want, we want you to be uh, well. We want you to be happy and fruitful. And so, because uh, you're worth it. That's right, absolutely worth it. Uh, again, you guys, thanks for listening. We want you to pass this podcast on, like our podcast, subscribe to it. Uh, share it, like I said, with with others, because um, we have so many good uh, topics and good speakers like Tiffany that have great information. And we're not trying to keep it to ourselves. We want to share it. And so pass it on and join us next week for Beyond the Ribbon.
1: Hey, Ron, before we end, where can they send their information to or get more information?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, You can send it to our uh, website, uh, actually to our email, you can send it to the number, excuse me, info at 24 survivorship.org it's info at the number 24 survivorship.org you can also call our our office here at the survivorship center at 806-331-2400 real easy to remember that right that's 8, right 806-331-2400 and uh, we can get you plugged in Uh, We can tell you when our classes are coming up and and get you involved in something and and let you try out some of our classes.
1: That's right. Thanks again, Tiffany, for being here.
0: Yes. Thank you, Tiffany. And I know our survivors echo that and appreciate what you do for them. And we'll hope to see everyone back here next week. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Beyond the Ribbon. Make sure to subscribe to our weekly podcast and follow us on social media for news and updates. If you'd like more information about the 24 Hours in the Canyon Cancer Survivorship Center, please visit our website, 24survivorship.org. Thanks again, and we'll be back next week.